Well, hello there, friend, and welcome to the My Adoption Coach Podcast. I am so glad that you decided to join us today. My name is Amanda, and I'm an adoption profile expert. I help hopeful adoptive families create, edit, and share their adoption profiles with expectant families so that you can match faster. I do this by giving you step-by-step resources to help you all along your adoption journey. So let's dive right in. Are you considering adopting a baby? If so, you might be unsure how to get started and just curious what you need to know before you even get started. Well, that's exactly what I'm sharing with you in today's episode. Today, I'm sharing with you the seven things that you need to know before adopting a baby. These are things that myself and my clients all say we wish we had known before we started the adoption process. And today, I'm sharing them with you. Before we dive right on in today, I want to take just a moment to introduce myself. My name is Amanda, and I'm an adoption profile expert. I help hopeful adoptive families create and share their adoption profiles so that they can match with expectant families faster. If you haven't already done so, I sure would love it if you would follow this podcast and leave a rating and review. You see, that helps me know what type of content is most helpful for you so that I can help you in your adoption journey. Oh, and if you're checking out this episode when it's first gone live, I hope you saw the announcement in our email this morning that I am running a contest to give away a free adoption profile. So if you didn't see the email, head on over to myadoptioncoach.com backslash contest, and you can watch a short video and learn all about it so that you can get a free profile created by me and my team to use in your adoption journey today. Okay, let's dive right on in into today's episode. All right, so let's dive right into the episode now. And I want to share again with you the seven things that you need to know before you start your adoption journey. And let's just going to take them one by one. If you haven't been around me before, I'm a step by step person. And sometimes it's step by step, step, (laughs) say that 10 times fast, step by step, 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 step by. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm, You get it. (laughs) Maybe that's my Southern accent in me. Okay, so step number one, being emotionally prepared. Okay, I know I started off with the heavy one. I mean, I went right in for it but you're strong. We can handle this together. Okay, friend. So being emotionally prepared before you go into the adoption process is really critical. The adoption process is tough. It's emotionally draining. It's hard even on its good days, my friend. So being emotionally prepared really to me breaks into two sub steps. The first is if you had any sort of infertility journey or other journey that led you to adoption being your choice of how you're going to form your family, you need to do the emotional work to unpack that, to deal with it, and to really do the hard work to make sure you've processed your emotions around this. If you're starting the adoption journey and you're a little raw, a little frazzled, then the adoption journey, quite frankly, my friend, is going to be even more difficult. I'm speaking from personal experience. We had an infertility journey that led us to adoption being the way that we formed our family. And I will tell you that the just kind of initial stages of choosing which path of adoption was right for us was so emotionally draining. And looking back on that, it was emotionally draining because I was grieving the loss of my fertility. 
And I wasn't quite sure that this was the right way for us to adopt. I always had a calling that I was meant to be a mother. That was just in my soul from the time I was little. But I never knew the road and the path was that it was going to take to get to achieve my dreams. So really, the, the first sub-step of being emotionally prepared is doing the hard work with yourself, with your therapist, with your counselor, whatever looks like you know the right option for you to really deal with any kind of emotional baggage you have coming into the process. The next step of being emotionally prepared for what's coming ahead is really reading and learning from others who have gone ahead from, you know, ahead of you in the adoption journey so that you kind of know what to expect. My YouTube and my podcast are full of stories. I encourage you to go back and check out some of those stories. I encourage you to post in Facebook groups like the My Adoption Coach Facebook group. Ask those tough questions. That's the entire reason why the Facebook group exists, by the way, is that it's your safe space away from expectant families, from attorneys, from agencies. So nobody can judge you. I quite literally have a zero tolerance for judgment judgment in the group and judgy comments. Like I will straight up go delete you in a hot second if that is what is happening inside the group, because you need a safe space to go process those emotions and really be prepared for the journey ahead. Because the adoption journey, again, can be incredibly draining. All right, let's talk about, you know, step number two, or thing number two that you need to be prepared for as you move into adopting a baby. And that is you need to know what you're equipped to handle and to properly parent. Now, I'm not even going to get into the different types of adoption inside this episode. I'll make you another episode about that. And I have several other on the channel that I'm sure my video editor will link somewhere in here as I'm pointing crazily all over the screen. I hope you're enjoying that, friend, for those of you that are watching on YouTube. Um, but understanding the different types of adoption can also help you understand what you might need to be equipped to handle. So let me just give you a couple of examples just to make sure this really lands and hits home with you. So if you are matching your adoption through foster care, and foster care is the route that you feel called to adopt from, then there are likely some trauma, depending upon the age of the child will impact the level and the amount of trauma that could exist with a child. And so you need to make sure before you decide to adopt from foster care that you feel equipped to handle any trauma that might have happened and really provide the most constructive environment for this child to grow up in. Now, when it comes to also other things that you might need to be pre prepared to handle or equipped to parent could be, you know, things like drug exposures if you're privately adopting a newborn. It could be things like, um, you know, physical or mental um, abilities or capabilities that are different than others. I notice I didn't say disabilities because I don't believe people are disabled. I think they're differently able. Um, but you, there are different nuances there that you need to make sure that you're equipped to handle. So doing some initial research on what do you really feel like is appropriate for you and the way that you parent 
And quite honestly, your lifestyle, you don't want to take on a special needs child if you have a job that's not going to allow you the flexibility to provide the care that this child needs. So those are the different things that you need to think about. And if you need different resources to check out, I would highly suggest that you go check out the Adoption Doc LLC over on Instagram. Uh, Her name is Sarah. She's actually a pediatrician and she's an adoptive mom. And she shares a lot of resources with her audience as it relates to what type of uh, different skills that you need to have to be prepared for if you're going to parent a child that has different needs. So be sure to check that out because the goal here is, is adopting a child and giving them the life that their expectant family want them to have that you want them to have. And in order to do that, do that, you need to be really clear on what you're equipped to parent on the front end. Okay. So before we move on to step number three, I want to take just a second to make sure you are aware that I have a getting started guide that walks you through each step of the adoption process and really helps you understand what to do. So today's video is kind of like a primer to that guide, if you will. And that guide really breaks it down step by sub step for you throughout the entire adoption process. So you can head on over to myadoptioncoach.com backslash start. And there you'll be prompted to enter your email address and it will immediately send you over that guide, my friend. And that is super, super helpful. All of my friends that come into the My Adoption Coach Facebook group and they tell me that they're just starting out, that's the first resource that I give you. And if you do take the time to really put yourself in the driver's seat and do the work, my friend, you're going to quickly within a week have a real clear picture of what method of adoption you're going to use, what your budget's going to be, and really how to get started. So that guide is really worth the time. Okay. All right. So now let's move on to step number three of the things that you need to know before adopting a baby. And this step is you want to make sure that you are crystal clear on what you see your life like with this child. Now, I'm going to talk about something that some of my audience sometimes tells me feels a little woo woo, but I believe in the power of manifestation. I believe that if you intentionally write out and think about what your life is going to be like at the end of this journey, it becomes the North Star of where you're headed. And that helps God, the universe, whatever it is that you believe in, help make you see kind of those doors as they open as you go through this journey. So one of the exercises that I encourage you to do that's inside that starting guide, but I'll give you a little peek now, is really setting down and with a blank piece of paper and a pencil. You guys, I've I've always got my trusty little purple pencil around me and just writing out, letting your brain and your heart really just flow out onto the paper. And what do you see life like with this child? By the way, this is also a great primer exercise for when we work together on your adoption profile, because it makes it so much easier to tell the story of your family when you start to get clear on this up front. But when you have a clear picture of what you see as your life with this child, then it makes it so much easier for you to begin to select and deselect into all of the choices that are ahead of you in the adoption journey. So having that real clear picture of your life is really critical in so many areas of your adoption journey. Okay, so now 
let's talk about number four, thing number four that you need to know when you are um, adopting a baby. And that is you want to be real clear on what you see the um, post-placement period of adoption for your family and for the birth family. So let me break this down in like super common language so that we're all on the same page. So after the baby is placed with you and you are legally their parent, there is you're into what's called the post-placement phase of adoption, which means you're parenting the child. And you want to make sure that you are clear on what you are comfortable with as the level of contact with the expectant family or the birth family, their expectant families before they give birth or birth families after they give birth. Um, but what level of comfort, or excuse me, contact you have in having contact with them after they've placed. So do you want a fully open adoption? Do you want an adoption where you're having pictures and videos and letters, maybe visits? Like what is it that makes you comfortable and that you also feel like is a good benefit for this child when they are placed with you? I would highly encourage that you go do some research on the benefits of open adoption, semi-open adoption, closed adoption. Those are primarily the three different levels of contact that people have, but everyone kind of defines those levels slightly differently. So do you want to um, have contact with them via phone and in-person visits? Do you want to have contact via social media only? Do you want to give updates of pictures, letters, videos, etc. through some third-party service? So you have to sit down and really think through what you're comfortable with but also research what will be the most beneficial for this child. Now, you're going to get everybody's opinion on the subject. What I'm asking you to do, my friend, is just do research and then decide what you're comfortable with. Because if you're not comfortable with it, it's going to be a point of friction in your adoption journey. It's also going to be potentially a point of friction between you and your adopted child. So you don't want that. So up front, you want to think through these details because it is important. And it is kind of, again, a primer step, if you will, to choosing what type of adoption that you want to pursue. Again, in a getting started guide, I help you walk through that so that you know, okay, if I'm, uh, you know, fully open, then these are the types of adoption that would be right for me. Okay. All right. Step number five or thing number five to, to know before you adopt a baby is to be financially prepared. All right. Now, let's just, everybody take a deep breath. I know that finances and adoption, man, it is a dirty word. It's an awful subject. And honestly, it is just one of those stumbling blocks in the adoption journey. So take a big deep breath. Okay. So when we talk about finances and adoption, what is important to know is that each different type of adoption has a different price tag that comes along with it. I hate to be that crass about it, but that is how it works. Now, there are ranges and there are differences and, you know, no two journeys are the same by any means. But you need to have a real clear picture, again, of what you can make work for your family. The last thing that you want to do is to create a real big stress point around your adoption journey because of finances. So the biggest thing that I would recommend that you do, again, is grab that getting started guide and walk through kind of the financial planning aspect of it so that you can really understand 
what you need to budget for and where you are. And are you truly ready to start your adoption journey? There are ways to break up the process of adoption and the financial investment that you have to make over time so that you don't have to have like this big investment, you know, all at one time. By the way, you also, there are ways to adopt where you don't have big investments where you can do more of the adoption journey yourself. Again, that's all covered in that getting started guide. Uh, by the way, I've said that a few times now and I haven't mentioned it's free. So please do check it out. Um, but there are ways that as you walk through your financial plan, that you can be really mindful on what is comfortable for you and your family. And how can you achieve your goals, not only of just adopting a child, but also your financial goals as well, so that you don't put yourself in a whole heap of risk there, because that can be a really big friction point. You're going to have enough to worry about when it comes to adoption and the whole journey ahead of yourself. Don't add financial stress as another piece of that pie. Okay, friend? Okay. The very last thing that you need to know before you adopt a baby is that you will need support. Now, you're going to need support in a couple of different ways. You're, of course, you're going to need friends and family that are there to support you. You're going to need a Facebook community like the My Adoption Coach Facebook community that is there to support you, answer your questions in a non-judgmental way. And then you're going to need adoption professionals to help you through your journey. Now, that will dramatically vary based upon, one, your level of comfort on doing things yourself, and two, your level of comfort as it relates to the different types of matching. Again, I have tons of other videos on this channel. I actually have an episode coming up next week where I'm going to break things down in a new and different way that you've not heard from me before as it relates to how you can match your adoption in different ways. So but the most important thing for you to know is you cannot go this adoption journey alone, my friend. You need people surrounding you. You need friends and family, and you need adoption professionals that are there to support you and guide you through the process so that you remain legal, so that you're not wasting your time and money, and so that you're really learning from those that have gone ahead of you and really taking all of those learnings and best practices to apply inside your adoption journey. Okay, well, there you have it, friend, the seven things that you need to know before adopting a baby. I trust that today's content has been incredibly valuable for you as you get started into your adoption journey. And if you have any questions about your adoption journey, I certainly would love it if you'd leave a comment below on the YouTube video or jump on over into the Facebook group, the My Adoption Coach Facebook group, and ask any questions there as well. I would also be really appreciative if you would take a moment to like the video or if you're listening to the podcast to leave a rating and review because that helps me know what type of content is really helping you the most in your adoption journey. And that is my intention here is to be your coach, your friend, your mentor along this journey. Because remember, anything's possible with the right plan and support. And I'm only a Facebook message away. I'll see you guys soon. Bye-bye.